Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today in Health IT, Thanksgiving Revisited, or Leftovers. Who knew? My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Great companies. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Hey, we're still doing our drive for childhood cancer through the end of the year. If you get a chance, hit our website, top right-hand corner. You're going to see we're up over $55,000, $60,000, somewhere around there. And we're going to continue it into next year and start over from zero and see if we can't hit an, an even higher number. But we'd love to have you be a part of it. Click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. Hey, one last thing, share this podcast with a friend or colleague, really use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. You can tell I'm a little out of practice, struggling to get through the intro for heaven's sake. And I've read it, I don't know, 200 times this year, but we're going to hit a story and it's the 11 things hospital CIOs are most thankful for. And it's things that you would expect, right? It's AI advancements, it's collaborative personnel, it's patient-centered technology, it's advancements around ensuring safe, high-quality care, technologies around virtual care, and so forth and so on. The reason I share some of that in advance is I, I want to read these and see if we can't look behind the curtains a little bit. That's what I want to try to do today with this show. Sheesh Barad, doctor, uh, MD, Chief Digital and Information Officer, Allegheny Health Network. It's not a piece of technology I'm most thankful for. I'm most thankful for our operational leadership and clinicians who come to the table, design the technology solutions with our team, and see the benefits of utilizing it in practice to the best of their abilities. This willingness from our leaders to change, standardize, and innovate while putting the people we care for at the center of our solutions is what I'm most thankful for. And I think that is the transformation of the role. The role of CIO has changed and it is really one of leadership. It is not one of technology leadership per se, although that is your area of expertise. It's one of leadership. It is bringing people to the table. It is rallying people. It is not pushing technology out anymore. So I think that's interesting. Hank Caps, Dr. Hank Caps, Chief Information Digital Officer, Wellstar, health system. It's impossible to not pause and reflect on the daily impact our caregivers make, plus the relentless pursuit of excellence and innovation that our technology teams strive for daily. I'm thankful for people. Technology makes a profound impact on how we care for our patients, but the impact we make on each other and those we serve is what's most important. And again, I think this is, again, very important. It's a focus on people. We have to, and we have been, very focused on the impact that the pandemic has had on our clinicians and on our staff and also on the in the subsequent use of technology or onslaught of technology and constant change that have has really taken a, a, a toll on our care providers. And now we're starting to see that 
really pay dividends. We put the foundations in place and now we're starting to be able to do some really interesting things to alleviate the burden. And I'm excited for that. Dr. John Halamka, Mayo Clinic, who I'm going to interview, I think, next week for our uh, January episode. We'll see. Back in the 90s, training and AI meant humans laboriously writing rules like, what's a mammal? Does it feed its young? Does it have a uh, live birth? Today, we have tools that are powerful enough so non-technical person can take a data set and turn it into a model and do it in an hour and capture all that knowledge. We've democratized access to the world's knowledge in a way I would have never thought possible 40 years ago. What a unique time we're living in where you've got great tools, almost infinite computing, and the world's data now becoming more accessible than ever. I'm thankful for the fact that my daughter, who's 31, will be giving birth to our first grandchild on in January, will experience the benefits from all the patients who came before her because models have been created that ensure her care is going to be safe, high quality, and hopefully without error. I, and I'm looking forward to the conversation with John. I, I agree with him. It's just unbelievable. The things that we, a very small company, This Week Health is, is not a big company. Uh, it's six, six staff, two contractors, roughly eight people working over here. We are training AI models. We are uh, doing things that I never thought would be possible. I can only imagine if I had the 750 people on my staff at St. Joe's today and I had access to this technology, I would be just giddy with the potential of really training these models to assist in all aspects of care. So very interesting. Michael Hasselberg, PhD, RN, Chief Digital Health Officer, Rochester, New York. As health systems across the country struggle with staff shortages and clinician burnout, I'm particularly grateful for the progress we have witnessed this year in a pilot application of generative AI to automate administrative responsibilities within the electronic health record. From triaging patient messages to the ambient documentation of clinical encounters, we are encouraged by the potential of this technology to help care providers increase the quality of their patient interactions. Amen, amen. I think this is so exciting, and I think every health system needs to be exploring this, either with your partners, because we're seeing Meditech, we're seeing uh, Epic, we're seeing Cerner, we're seeing them all bring those tools to, the, to bear. We're also seeing some of the other providers start to embed that those tools as well. And I think we're going to see just a renaissance over the next couple of years. I don't want to get into predictions yet. That's for another episode. Sophie Liu, CIO, we just interviewed an uh, awesome interview with her. Uh, one advancement I'm thankful for this year revolves around the technology that supports Northwell's ER on demand, which offers 24 by seven virtual care. The application is so convenient for anyone to use at any hour of the day or night and provides peace of mind by offering middle of the night and rural triage needs where you are. I'm also grateful for technology that supports wearables for proactive health and wellness monitoring. There has never been an easier way to track lifestyle trends and to stay aware of how your body feels. It's really a great way to raise health, raise health awareness for everyone. Fantastic. So, and I agree there as well. 24 by seven virtual care. I think that's gonna give way, by the way, to 24 by seven access to a knowledge base of care that's gonna be with you at all times. And isn't that what we want? We want that ability to tap into that knowledge base when we need it and to give us peace of mind. Scott McLean, CIO, also recently on the show, the evolution of technology is remarkable and useful. I'm grateful for John Glasser who taught me 
about how to apply technology in healthcare, including process redesign and people change management practices. And again, we are making significant progress in healthcare. Michael Pfeffer, uh, Stanford. If the ever-evolving landscape of healthcare, AI stands out as game changer, revolutionizing how we approach patient care and clinician and administrative workflows. The potential of AI, given significant advancements in generative AI and foundation models, will accelerate opportunities to improve many aspects of healthcare. It will be crucial to approach AI in healthcare responsibly, addressing ethical concerns, ensuring data privacy, and mitigating potential biases. I love those statements. I love that he's including those. Let's continue to embrace and refine these technologies for a healthier and more connected world. I love two aspects of this. One is the forward leaning. This is transformative. We should be moving towards this as quickly as we possibly can, but not faster than we possibly can. So I love that. Ellen Pollack, UCLA, I'm most thankful for our patient portal app which has enhanced patient and caregiver collaboration to bolster satisfaction and safety. The ease of use allows patients to conveniently gain knowledge about their care and review their health status, prescriptions, lab results, physician notes, next appointments, and lots more. I like the fact that we are, it feels like the base systems are getting to a point where we are focusing on the things that matter, the clinician experience, the patient experience, patient outcomes. We are starting to apply technology in areas that people want it to be applied. Let's see, Sarah Viesi, Chief Strategy and Digital Officer for Providence. I am thankful for technologies that can drive sustainable growth of our system. Two examples, first technology that supports us in digital access optimization for our patients through digital discovery, patient navigation, and supply demand matching. Second, identity driven engagement that allows us to personalize health experiences for our consumers and patients across our digital channels and deliver simple frictionless and high quality services to them. I am looking forward to delving into those. Maybe I'll reach out to Sarah and have her on the show to discuss those. I think what I learned in reading about these things is we are evolving. We are moving to higher level problems and the basics uh, of running IT is it, it's still so important, right? You, you, the basics can, can kill you in healthcare IT, especially as a CIO. But it, once we get the basics, and it feels like we're getting the basics right, we can now explore the opportunities that this foundational technology has given us. And that's what I'm excited about. Keep an eye on the basics. They can get you in trouble. But once the basics are in place, it's time to move on to higher order problems and engaging the organization around what is possible with these new technologies. Exciting time to be in health IT. That's all for today. Don't forget, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. And we want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission. They are SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Great companies. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.